Right, so in this episode I'm going to talk about anxiety. Um, I'm going to yawn and I'm going to sip coffee. Coffee? <laughs> coffee. <laughs> it's that time of morning. Um, to be fair, I yawn whatever time it is. Um, so, oh, oh no! Maybe I should disguise it on the podcast as some kind of breathing exercise. Hmm. Probably make more sense. Um, okay, so with anxiety, it's horrible, isn't it? And I think with anxiety, you don't really know you've got it. But what you do feel is overwhelmed and attacked and useless and helpless and trapped, you know? That's anxiety, you know. And it it feels like it it doesn't matter how much you meditate, put your feet in the ground, your heart space. Oh, here we go. Your heart space can feel really sad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anxiety really, and it's a bit like depression, is is where the negative has overridden. It's taking up too much space you know and this is why I recommend to people I write about 20 from anything from 20 to 65 compliments a day about myself and it keeps that positivity going you know yeah everything is going to be alright I want you to know that and I need you to know that everything is going to be alright and believe me I see the future yeah I know what's going to happen I mean, secrets are wasted on me, but it's fine. <laughs> Bought the job. Um, but everything's going to be all right. If you can... There's a couple of things that you can do to help yourself, and then I'll tell you why you're anxious. So the first couple of things, I'm just rearranging my pillow. The first couple of things I want you to do is change your routine. So whatever you're doing at the moment isn't working for you. But don't forget, I'm going to be a little bit... Um, throw a bit of a spanner in. Wow. Wow. Wow, I'm, I'm on one this morning, aren't I? That's like three yawns in two minutes. It's a yawn a minute, folks. Um, okay, so whatever you're doing at the moment isn't working for you, so you need to change your routine. And when you're spiritual, you, you read things differently. So anxiety, actually, parts of it, it's a sign that it's just not right for you. So what our guides do, they're really naughty. <laughs> and I've, I've covered this off in a podcast before, where, you know, what they do to get you to change, to get you to do things, to get you to move, they'll make your environment very uncomfortable. They'll get you very uncomfortable with things, you know. And what we've done, you see... oh. Maybe I should do this later. <laughs> no, what's the fun in that? Um, so what they do is they get us very uncomfortable so that we go, oh, maybe it's not working for you. Now, because I grew up in a spiritual house, it was very much we're like, um, if I was anxious about something or if something wasn't working out or I was upset about something, it would be very much like, oh, well, it's just not right for you then, you know? And, well... You change it then, you know, it's a sign from the universe you're not meant to be doing it. You know, there's there's two things in life. One, 
two paths, one ease, the other one unease, which leads to disease, because if you're uneasy for a long period of time, you'll start to get very sick. We're not meant to get sick, never ever. Our bodies always resonate and always detoxify. We never get sick. If you're, if you're sick, it's an emotional issue. Yeah. Louise Hay talks about that in her work. She talks about if you have bad knees, it's because you don't want to move forward. If you had bad back, you're holding on to emotion. It's a fascinating subject. I think it's called Heal Your Body is the book. So if things feel uneasy or you're anxious, it's a sign that things are going to change if you allow them. You know, just allow them. Just sit there and be like, yeah, no, I'm, okay, I'm feeling anxious, which means... They're trying to tell me something that this just isn't working anymore. And if you're anxious about people, please, please, please have enough confidence on yourself to know that you're right. Only because you're not seeing the signs yet or waiting for the red flags yet. Don't forget people are very smart, definitely manipulators. They've been manipulating since they were tiny. So they... They do enough, just enough to fly underneath the radar. So sometimes you don't see it, but you feel it. You feel uneasy, you feel anxious, you know? And if you feel anxious about everybody, maybe, just maybe you were right, that everybody you know is just not right for you. Maybe you're right all along, you know? So, you know, change how you're doing things, what you're doing, who you're hanging around with, you know? change that now the other thing I want you to look at when you're anxious is how much you love yourself now the universe and the world and our life it there's one job that you have to do when you're here and that is it the universe will do the rest it's to love yourself beyond measure beyond comprehension beyond understanding when you love yourself, then you make the right choices. When you love yourself, you will attract money and wealth. When you love yourself, you will attract the right clients. When you love yourself, you will attract the right opportunities in business. Everything happens around the notion of you loving yourself. That is the one thing you need to do. To get to B, to get to A and to B, you have to start walking. It's a momentum. Once you start walking and you don't stop walking, there's nothing you can do to stop you from getting to A and B. There's nothing, because you're walking towards it. There's nothing that can stop you. So when you love yourself, there's nothing that can stop you because the right people will come in, the right opportunities will come in. So when you're anxious, you're disconnected. You're disconnected from self. You know, you're terrified. You know, you're, you're at a loss. Anxiety is a loss. I'm anxious about this, I'm anxious about that. You're anxious, when you get nervous and anxious, it's because you don't feel good enough. Yeah. There's also the trauma response, though. You know, there's learnt behaviour. So I'll get personal again, only real quick. I, I don't want to get too personal. This is about you, not me. And um, I get very nervous around new people just because I've had such horrible experiences. Um... People for me have been awful from since I was little. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, they scare me. Um, so I get very nervous. 
And again, it's because I don't love myself in that moment to the degree where I feel confident with new people. I love myself, don't get me wrong. But in those moments, I have to dig a bit deeper. I have to say, right, okay, I love myself enough that this isn't going to happen again. You know, so it's different measurables, you know. So change your lifestyle a bit, change your habits. Do you know what's amazing is when you get up really early and no one's around, like all that energy. You can just sit with yourself and be like, you know what, I am really, really nice. And when you generate from a place of love, then you disconnect the ego. And there's a big difference between someone who loves themselves, they glow, they're giggly. They're like a little baby, like a little child, but in such a delicious adult way. Or there's ego, which is sassy, like, get out of me, I'm fucking sassy. That's actually quite defensive. And it's really not attractive because you think, oh, I don't want to approach you now, you know, because you're a bit defensive. So hang on. Wish you were here, actually, and then I'll make you a nice coffee and we can just sit together and chill. Mm. Yeah. So with your anxiety... Know that it's a sign. There's nothing wrong with you. It doesn't, I don't care if you go to the doctors and they say, you got this disorder, you got that disorder. You're fucking anxious. You've had a trauma. Or you're overwhelmed and you've disconnected from self. I see a lot of anxiety when people have brought up in religion because they're disconnected from themselves because it's all about the religion. You must do this now, you must do this, you must abandon self to be like this. Um, Yeah, I mean, a real quick story, but I was incredibly anxious at one point. Um, And I mean, I don't don't know if anyone cares and I don't know if anyone knows, but um, I've I've had relationships with both sides. And I did that when I um, realized that, because I was gonna be a nun and then I was gonna go in the army and what was really obvious to me was I was searching for this um, domineering r- routine of telling me what to do and handing my life over. And of course, I'm going to get anxious because, well, actually, quite honestly, God never put me on this earth to be a slave. You know? Put me on this earth to be close to the teachings and the amazing energy that's around it but not be a slave and dictated to and tell me that I can and can't do this, you know? And and it's funny because um, then I started to go, you know what, I'm going to date both. It feels nice. I am, I am. I did it and I've never been more religious in my life because I feel closer to the ori- origins of what my religion taught me because the, my, the origins of my religion is about love and there's love for all hate for none and there's at the very core it's just about love you know and even religion is disconnected from god to a a degree there's there's so many rules there shouldn't be so many rules there's no rules in love if you love someone you be with them so anxiety have a look around where's the lack of love because anxiety and depression is a detachment from love Is it with yourself? Is it with someone that you like and you're not with? You know? Are you trying to be perfect? Are you trying to be the good Christian girl, the good Muslim girl, the, you know, the good Hindu? 
you know you're, you're trying too hard because when you're detached from self you're going to panic you're going to get anxious you're going to get depressed when you're boom, straight in you know yeah all in to yourself loving yourself going you know what this is me I'm really proud I love me I don't even care because once you really get into yourself as a whole and you're in there and you're locked in oh my god no one can come along and disrupt your peace no one can come at you like you're the strongest you'll ever be in your whole life and the happiest you know I went to the gym last night with my with my neighbor Pooja I was telling her about, you know, people who are around me. So I basically live with people. I, I rent a room just because I'm, you know, I don't know, not from the area and all this, right? So I said to her, like, oh, um, you know, they keep telling me I'm a horrible person and I'm this and this and this. There's a massive age gap, by the way. And uh, I said, I don't care. I agreed. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I agreed. I sat there and said, yeah, yeah, I'm a narcissist. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm horrible and selfish, yeah. I was like, if I was you, I wouldn't I would come and talk to me. And she was like, what? I said, yeah, it saves me a job, babes. It saves me a job. Like, then they're going to leave me alone, aren't they? Like, the worst thing someone can do is accuse you of things that you're not. So, first of all, why are you wasting your breath? Why are you wasting your time? They haven't got your vibe. That's fine. So they're trying to project onto you who they are. So why do you want to tell them that they're wrong? Because then they're going to keep coming back around to try and convince you that you're who they want you to be. They didn't get your vibe in the first place, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> Look, they're thick. They're not going to get it. So I said, oh, I've never had such an easy life. Like, literally, I get left alone. It's brilliant. And she was like, oh, no, I'm too worried about what people think. And I said, ah... When you're so, so in yourself and so fixed in your own love and fixed in your own heart, you don't give a shit. You really don't. I said to her, I love it when people hate me because I'm actually an absolutely gorgeous person. And if you hate me, then you have decided to. Because I've done nothing to make you hate me. You know? And so you've decided to hate me, and that's not my job, that's yours. So why am I going to waste my fucking time convincing a hater to be a lover? They're incapable of it. So I'm just going to agree so that you leave me alone. It's great. The right people will know your vibe. The right people will get you, you know? I'm not going to convince anyone who thinks I'm an absolute knob that I'm not. You know, you're wasting your breath. Honestly, I had a relationship in my life and this person since I was little was convinced that I was all these awful things and they were projecting their shadow side on me and I spent I reckon 35 years trying to stick up for myself and, and, and everything never been so tired in my life never been so depressed in my life <laughs> never been so anxious in my life you know and um, no get back into love Okay, get up early, go for a little walk around, you know, smell the flowers, go, go, honestly, they're so nice, sometimes I go pick them, I know that's a bit bad, maybe you shouldn't, but honestly, the smell's nice, yeah, 
go see the sunrise, go see the sunset. If you get up early and you walk around, you see people also doing the same and they say hello and it's really, really nice. Get your coffee from the same place. Pick somewhere small and kind of independent with the same staff on. Always go somewhere with the same staff. Go in there regularly, build a rapport. Don't waste your time on people. Honestly, don't. You know, the right ones will find you. So, you know, if you're anxious and depressed, you've detached from yourself, you've disconnected for, for something. And it's either people pleasing, it's either because you're trying to be a good religious person, it's either because you have the wrong people in your life, or you're doing something you don't want to do. That's not anxiety and depression, that's not a biological disorder, it's not a mental health issue. That's your guides telling you, uh-uh, you want to try again? <laughs> you know? Have fun with it. Introduce a bit of magic, you know? Forget all this messaging about anxiety and depression. Forget all this messaging about the world is ending. Turn the fucking news off. You know, I lost respect for the news when I was walking in London and I saw this camera and this reporter and there was three people behind her and she was going, and the crowd's here, you can hardly walk. And I nearly went up to the camera and went, there's only three of you, chill out. You know, but it was the angle that they did it at and I was like, ah, okay. And I went to uni and studied journalism and I decided not to continue with it because they told me, they literally told me, there's not enough news in the day to go around. So they regurgitate and then they'll compartmentalize the news and they'll make it really scary and they lie. So I was like, I'm not doing a job where you lie. Forget it, you know? So, you know, and also if you notice with the news, it can be really mixed in a way which is like, you know, man murdered down your street. Okay, I get that. World War Three World War is always coming. It's been coming for about 20 years. I'm still waiting for the thing. You know, it's not going to happen, by the way. And um, it, then it's like, you know, person in Iceland falls off a ladder. And I just think, when I watch this stuff, I think, what's that got to do with me? Not from a selfish perspective, but why have you told me something bad news, make me feel bad about someone in Iceland? Well, I've got, I've got absolutely nothing I can do about it. Like, so why do I need to know? Not I'm being not that I'm being selfish. I really, my heart is out to that man who fell off the ladder. But I can't do anything about it. So why are you telling me this nonsense? Tell me something that I can change. Tell me something that I can put my energy into. You know? So stop being, is it indoctrine? <laughs> you know, I absolutely love. Talk about, talk about a risk taker. I absolutely love attempting these big words that I actually don't... I can't even speak normally, let alone these big ones. But I think, Katie, I'm going to give it a bash. I am. I'm going for it. Ooh, I wiggle my bum and everything. Yeah. So, you know, I want you to trust yourself because, again, anxiety is depression and depression is a disconnect. You're not trusting yourselves. You've become powerless. You don't think you're in charge. You don't think you can achieve anything. Believe me, you can move mountains when you decide to. Rev your engine back up. Start loving yourself. Start enjoying your life again. And I know with the depression part, it can be really hard. 
everything in your bone, um, everything in your bone, just that one bone, everything in your body is heavy. Nothing is enjoyable. Push a little bit each day. Write down your compliments. Surrender. Say, I am so sick and tired of being sick and tired. Take over. Fill me with joy. Expand my heart chakra. Give me experiences that I never even imagined, that I could not even see on my vision board. Deliver me there now. Make me a vessel. Make me an adorable, lovable person that everybody is inspired by and help me show them how to love themselves. Thanks. <laughs> Have fun with spirit. All right. Um, if you can, download Disney Channel. If you can, on a weekend morning, on a Saturday morning, hopefully, or Sunday, whatever, watch Disney films in the morning and cartoons. It brings such childhood magic back into your life and it really sets you up for the weekend. So I'm going to go now and I love you very much. Mm-hmm.